This is the Coach Brew Show. This is also the world's shortest podcast intro. You're a real blank. Welcome, everybody, to the Coach Brew Podcast. Uh, Today's podcast, You're a Real Blank, is brought to you by our apparel company, Chin Up Chest Out Apparel. We're a motivational apparel brand that supports mental health charities throughout the country. A percentage of all sales go to different mental health organizations each quarter. And today, at the time of this recording, we just dropped our summer collection. That's right. It's Saturday, July 21st, 2022, if you're keeping score at home. And you can go to chinupchestout.com, click the summer drop down on the menu, and you can see all the new swag. We got you covered, lakeside, poolside, campside, beachside, whatever side. We got you covered, chinupchestout.com. Today's uh, topic, are you a real blank? No, not like that. Uh, The blank is not an obscenity. Um, Hashtag clickbait. It's based on a conversation I was having with my friend Rhonda yesterday. And we were just talking about kind of like how we got into doing what we're doing. And Rhonda is an elementary school teacher. She teaches math and science And she is absolutely stadium status at what she does. And we're talking about how, like, when you grow up, you want to be a certain something career-wise. Then you go to college and you change your major a couple times. And the average college student does change their major four times, by the way. And what you think you're going to be when you're younger often is not what you turn out to become professionally or is it so stay with me here we're all in this story so she was telling me she wanted to be uh, an entertainer like an actress when she was younger uh, and to be a performer and and then life came along some bends in the road uh, twists turns as we all have and she went into education. And she said to me, and I thought this is really insightful and profound, but really, if you think about it, and this is the approach I've always taken, John, is I'm still an entertainer. I said, that's 100% right. And I would argue you're actually a coach too, uh, but that's my personal bias shining through for coaches. And she said, you've got to entertain students of all ages, I might add. got to entertain students before you can educate them. You have to capture their attention. Like, hopefully I captured your attention with an entertaining, um, teasing, if you will, uh, subject heading for this episode. Are you a real blank? And your imagination, your mind went somewhere else. Uh, but so actually I would argue she's a real entertainer and she's still an entertainer and that those are her words. She's like, I'm still an entertainer. I just have a different audience. It's, you know, it's funny you mention that because, you know, I, uh, never thought in a million years I would become a coach when I was a kid. Uh, I thought I'd become a lawyer, an architect, a bunch of different things, changed my major exactly four times before I landed on psychology. 
and decided uh, I wanted to become a psychologist, a sports psychologist. Well, I did some coaching of youth lacrosse while I was in my PhD program and realized, you know what? I don't think I want to sit in an office and listen to other people's problems all day. I don't think I want to be a psychologist. I really enjoy coaching. I feel like I can have more of an impact as a coach, as an educator, than I can in any other area. And it's fulfilling and fun. It keeps you young. So I discontinued my PhD program halfway through my dissertation. Like I was within inches of finishing. And what I have found was after a 12-year coaching career, um, when I was fired for not winning a national championship and my career as a college lacrosse coach ended, I was still coaching people as an executive coach. Uh, I coach my kids every day. I coach my clients. My audience, just like Rhonda's still an entertainer, her audience is just different. Uh, my, I'm still coach. My audience is just different. So there's like the role, and this is my point, there's a role that you think you perform, and then there's the role you really perform. You got to entertain them before you can educate them, before you can coach them, before you can train them, teach them, lead them, whatever it is that you are doing. Your presentation, if you're making a sales pitch, damn well better be entertaining right off the jump, or you're not making the sale. You've got to find a way to hook people and reel them in, in every walk of life. And that's the point, that's the learning takeaway of today's episode, is, you know, there's the title on your door or your desk, your job description or your uh, contract, your, your business card. And then there's what you really do. We're on, and to Rhonda's point, we're all really entertainers first. And then we're in the business of doing whatever we're doing. Entertainer slash teacher. Entertainer slash salesperson. Entertainer slash CEO. Entertainer slash coach. Insert your job title there. And somebody might say, huh, you know, <laughs> I'm a cardiovascular surgeon. I don't really entertain people while they're in the operating room, unconscious on the table. I'm saving their life. Yeah, well, there's this thing called bedside manner. And you know, if you're entertaining and you can make someone laugh or even just crack a smile, that is a huge part of the healing process. It's a huge part of the trust building and rapport building process as well. So we're all really in that business of being an entertainer, uh, regardless of job description. And sometimes, you know, our careers, what we start doing or what we wanted to do, um, take twists and turns that road our professional road our journey uh, has a lot of bends in it and I think it's important to look at a career change as a bend in the road not the end of the road let me repeat that you know your career change a, a role change a job change is not an end of the road it's not the end of the road for that it's a bend in the road like I was fired from being a coach. I still coach people. That was a bend in the road. I'm actually in a better situation now. I impact more people than just the 35 to 45 people who are on my roster each year. 
I have an opportunity to have a greater impact. I think you need to look at the opportunities in your life and how, how, what are you really doing and how are you really doing it in order to best serve that audience, that population, those customers, those prospects. At the end of the day, there's got to be more to what you do than just entertainment. But trust me when I tell you, if you lead with entertainment, then the message will be heard better. It will be better received. It will be remembered far longer. There's a couple different words you can use to describe this. Uh, In education, they call it edutainment. You're educating, but you're also entertaining. Uh, Professionally, I, I call it infotainment. You're sharing information, like as an executive coach or a professional speaker. I'm sharing information with my my clients, my audience. But in order to do that, there's got to be entertainment. It's got to be entertaining because entertainment begets engagement. If you can get someone to laugh and smile, you break down a wall, you break down a barrier in their mind, and they're more receptive to what you have to say, what you have to teach them that they might be a little skeptical about when they hear the topic. So it's edutainment, infotainment, and we've got to find a way to be infotaining in all that we do. I would add this. If you have a pet, whether a cat or a dog, um, how do you give, let's say, my dog Quincy, the supermodel. He's a black Labrador retriever. And... As you can imagine, like most dogs, he doesn't like to take medicine when he has to take medicine. You know, like his heartworm medicine. So what do I have to do? I can't just give him the medicine. He'll spit it out. I'm not going to fight with him to force him to swallow it. Because then the next time, it just gets harder and harder to, to, to do that. So I wrap it up in a piece of roast beef or ham. Or put a little peanut butter around it. Put it inside a treat. You know, it's hiding the medicine inside the candy, so to speak. And we often do that with small children when they have to take medication. That, in a nutshell, is infotainment. That's edutainment. You're hiding the medicine in the candy. You're giving them what they need, but it's wrapped up in what they want. Your prospects, your customers, your employees, your audience. You're giving them what they need, but it's wrapped up in what they want. What they want makes them more receptive to receiving that which you know they need. And that's why we all need to be entertainers first. And then in the business of being a real blank, whatever, you fill in that blank. And that's my message for you today. Um, I could, I and mean, this could be a topic of an entire book audio podcast series I could go on forever about this it's how passionate I am about it Um, and so much of it is based in cognitive psychology and how uh, our brains are wired you know Uh, when people uh, take something as serious as take something as serious as people's faith people's religion the deity they worship and this is not even uh you know, religion, you know, any particular religion specific. 
a group of psychologists did a study where they showed people um, an image of the Apple logo. Like Apple computers, iPhone, MacBook, iPad, whatever. Showed them pictures of an Apple logo. And these are people who were like Apple fanboys and fangirls. People who love Apple products. The part of their brain that lit up like where the neurons started firing cognitively when they saw the Apple logo was the same part of the brain that lit up and started firing when they were also shown an image of their deity that they worship. Whatever religion, whether it's God, Jesus, Buddha, whoever. It was specific to that person's religious preference same kind of pleasure centers and and the parts of the brain that engender trust, passion love uh, enjoyment same neurons fired so I think that is uh, the scientific reason for you why we need to be entertaining something as serious and as important as that which you worship can be tied cognitively to the same part of the brain to something you love and you're passionate about that you find, let's face it, Apple products entertain. Yes, they're great sources of information and technology, but people love that brand because of how user-friendly and entertaining it is. That's my point with edutainment and the fact that we're all entertainers. There's a ton of research that backs it up. Don't just take it from me. If you want to take a deeper dive, you can Google that. And that's your episode. Are you a real blank? You fill in the blank. want to remind you, today's episode of the pod is brought to you by my apparel brand, chinupchestout.com. We just dropped our summer collections, some great visors, tanks, uh, T-shirts, hoodies, uh, long sleeve, short sleeve shirts. Go check them out, chinupchestout.com. And go to the page in the drop down that says summer. We'll catch you next episode of the Coach Brew Podcast. I know you got a lot of choices, a lot of options out there. There's a lot of clutter in this uh, space. And I appreciate you tuning in and listening to us. If you haven't already done so, go ahead and uh, click the subscription and button and the uh, notification bell links uh, to remind you next time a new episode drops if you want to review the podcast feel free to do that no pressure thanks again we'll catch you in the next episode of the coach brew show thanks for listening to the coach brew show if you're not currently subscribed to the podcast sign up now on itunes google play or stitcher and for more information to turn your potential into performance Head on over to coachbrew.com now.